and welcome to the Golden Age Horror Podcast. This is episode 60, Village of the Damned, and uh, that is the deal. Yeah, Village of the Damned is a 1960 British horror film. That sounds like, the, wait, this sounds like there's more to the deal. Wolf Arilla, and uh, starring George Sanders. It's based on the novel The Midwich Cuckoos by John Wyndham, who also wrote uh, Day of the Triffids, which is another sort of creature feature horror movie, British horror movie. Uh, I, love, I love when creatures get featured. Would you like to summarize Village of the Damned? Yeah, um, well, there's a village, and all the people pass out one day. And then all the women get pregnant, which means like 12 women, I guess, in the town. <laughs> it's apparently a very small village. And only, I guess, like five important women. The other seven, the kids aren't very relevant. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But after that, uh, but then the kids are like weird alien psychic kids. I feel mm. like this has like in pop culture. At least in my mind. Yeah, this is this existence. This I believe is the first sort of example of that trope. They get glowy eyes and they're psychic, and they make people kill themselves because they hurt yeah. the kids. Mm-hmm. Or almost did, or thought about it, and then I then the doctor blows up all the kids because he makes a brick wall in his brain. Mm-hmm. Also, there's like kids all over the world too. And they're like, we can talk about this later, but there's some questionable stuff there when they're describing the other kids. Yeah. Yeah, there's at least one I can think of that's a little questionable. Uh, I, I think they, I think there's one that's not a little questionable. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I only remember two or three of them, I guess. Um, but yeah, so Village of the Damned, uh, pretty short tight little movie hour and 11 i think it's i think it's got a great especially the first uh i don't know half an hour 45 minutes are really really good i i mean i find them very i was i just turned this on sort of like um i don't know uh what do you call that i just turned this on on a whim one day because it was so short and uh the i was pretty i was like completely into it yeah especially like all the sci-fi stuff at the beginning. Um, what did you think about the end then, or the not the end? I, I like the ending too. Not, I, not I thought the it, end, it, it, but like it, you know, past the beginning. As you can, I thought. It, I mean, I definitely you know, I think that it. Um, I, I like the movie, so I'm just not a not like a. I'm not slamming the movie, saying it's bad. Wait a minute, wait, like, wait, 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 wait no, well, if you like the movie, you can't say anything bad about it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You can't. Have, you either like something wholly for all of its parts, or you dislike it uh-huh. entirely. That's true. So I guess I, I guess I have nothing more to say then. <laughs> Let's say in a hypothetical world where you could enjoy busy yeah. parts of something, and I think I think that the special effects being as dated as they are, uh, and sort of the pacing, or I guess I don't know exactly what my my issue was with exactly because I'm not super. I don't really care that much about the special effects being you know kind of like 1957 low budget special right, effects, just like a clearly a still frame with a <laughs> yeah. They someone they colored the eyes in. Yeah. Um. It maybe maybe it just needs like another 20 minutes. I don't know that I would be happy for that, but like it just seems. Uh, 
it did wrap things up pretty quick. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I definitely, I, maybe I just said I find the first part of the movie so much more compelling because it's like a mystery to it. Right, and then the mystery comes out, and then it's just like, well, I guess we, we know we know where this train's going. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's part of it too, and that it's it's um because it's become such a trope. Although I didn't, I didn't really know that it was going to end in uh, Professor Zellaby killing himself and the kids with a bomb. Well, I assume the kids Until, were going to blow up somehow because they put a, yeah. a school isolated from the rest of the village. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get that until, you know, he's like thinking about the... Until he stares at the thing, he's like, oh, brick wall towards the end. But What about when he had a little yeah. di- his little dynamite in the clock? You weren't thinking about then? Well, I knew, but that was, yeah, that was uh, that was shortly afterwards. Yeah. But that's all like in the last five minutes in the movie. So I'm not like, I'm not saying I figured it out <laughs> halfway through or anything like that. This is... You know, um, you're not that. You're not that. You're like, oh, I'm not that smart. There was, there was no. Um, I guess maybe there was a Chekhov's gun, and the fact that they put uh, the, like you said, they put the school yard, school house away from the village. Right. But I didn't pick up on it. Like a lot of times, that's if I if I figure out how a movie's going, it's usually because that they've you know put something in the movie that. They don't immediately explain, and then you sort of explain what it's for in your head, and yeah. it pretty clearly dictates what the plot's for, obviously, and then blah, blah, blah. But there really wasn't that, because the movie's so short, and there's not a lot of extra detail in it. Right. The other, the only other thing that I thought could have turned out would be, like, kind of disrupting the hive mind was maybe the, yeah. the only other angle I right. was kind of anticipating. But it, yeah, the, the more sentimental, cliched version is that, you know, they get they get David, who's, who's the main character's child they get him to like go against the hive or something like that but it was you know that's also like i from a, i understand from a functional standpoint you you can't get like 12 good child actors yeah but it's very weird that a hive mind is led by the clearly led by one person well i think it's tied yeah i mean it could it's probably just like you said it's probably just a practical thing but it also ties into the fact that they clearly present Zellaby, the Professor Zellaby, as sort of. Um, I think I think it's a I think for class reasons, sort of ingrained class reasons, they present him as like sort of a cut above the rest of the characters. Right. But, so why would his son also be sort of the natural leader genetically? Yeah. I guess maybe because he's not his son, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I I suppose I guess, but it's just. In- that's not that's not even something against the movie. That's just in my mind. It's like, oh, it's weird that this collective is clearly run by a single person, but that's not a factor in the movie at all or in the story at all. That there's a clear leader in this collective. It seems like it should have been yeah. more important. Right. I guess because probably probably because you know, as you suspect, it's entirely for practical reasons. So like putting in the script would sort of undermine the actual text, which is like they set up to the fact that they're basically a hive creature. Yeah. So there's no, there's no actual leader. They just only have one kid who can talk, you know, coherently. So that's how they go with it. So what was the, what was the issue with the different, uh, the versions of the, the, the children around the world? Oh, well, well, there was well. I mean, I think what was it? The Australian children died just like after ten seconds or something or like that. They died. They died right away. It was the Eskimos were the one I was. Yeah, thinking there was of, like the was sketchy, like, like oh, here are the savages that murdered their children. 
Well, it's like they they were all born with blue eyes and blonde yeah. hair, so it was against the taboos. And then, but there was also like the, like the heartless Soviets, the heart. The, yeah, that yeah, the ruthless Soviets murdering all their children. But I mean, is do you think the movie's passing that judgment because they do the same thing in this movie? Yeah, but to him, but it's a it's a matter of scale. Here was, was like a noble self-sacrifice. They nuked him from yeah. 60 miles away. Right. Right. They did just nuke them. Yeah, that's true. And the entire village, you know, they said that. No- which, which, they, they, which they they do rationally explain. That, so I'm not arguing. I'm just, yeah. just pointing it out that they rationally explain that the Soviets uh, in the couldn't really couldn't hadn't figured out the brick wall trick. So they really had no <laughs> right. choice but to. But the doctor, the, the clever British, better than the Soviets. <laughs> yeah. Right. Worked their way around yeah. that. This learned man, married old, married at old age. So, um, yes, the uh, this movie was actually uh, actually let's talk about George Sanders first. His last movie, I was think, the I, Black something or other. Yeah, he. I know he died kind of in an ignominious way, or end of his career, kind of like. Petered out. Like, but isn't that like a lot of actors? That's like. Yeah, well, I mean, he did kind of a tragic end. I think he think he died. Sean Connery and any long lived actor, we all. Yeah, Sean Con- Sean Connery. But we all, I guess we all have I mean, our like, sort of billies, you know. I guess I mean it's like a different. It's a different. Uh, different trajectory because I think George Saunders, George Sanders, um, George Saunders is an author. George Sanders, um, like like substance abuse died of substance abuse basically oh okay and and younger than he died at like 65 instead of how old sean connery was i don't think sean connery hadn't even done billy at that point i don't think i think he was still like indiana jones's dad at 65 um but i i only knew him from um the disney movies he did the voice of which i believe he does sheer khan in uh jungle book and he did uh king richard the lionheart in the oh no that's a different that's a different credit so just shere khan is what i was thinking oh and he was mr freeze in batman 66 oh, okay <laughs> just to get the but, clarify uh, he's, this is like this is like his only starring role or one of his only starring roles he likes a lot of the i've seen like the major Major Hobson, Captain yeah. Robert Adams. He's he tended to be he tended to be cast as as you know, pilot uncredited, upper, upper class, uh, sort of uh, villains, I think. But uh, does some great face acting in this movie with uh, like. Especially when the guy goes to kill himself and they all have to like make faces or whatever, because he does a lot more face acting than the other two do. Hey, listen, you leave handsome man alone. <laughs> he is in this movie as well. Yeah, that's uh, what the uh, David Zellaby. Yeah, is the character's name. Okay. Yeah, he's. They set him up like he's going to be the star, and then he just stops being in the movie basically <laughs> after the first ten minutes. He's just kind of like gets the plot going. Yeah, he's just, he's just a driver of plot. But it seems like he's going to be the handsome hero. Instead of the guy who just kind of like watches from the side and sits in the passenger seat. <clears throat> Quite literally. 
Yeah, exactly. So uh, this movie was actually... Um, Yes. Oh. What about this movie? Planned filming in America was abandoned after protests by the censorious Catholic D- Dimension League. But I think it was shown in America. So I guess it was supposed to be made in America, but they changed their mind and made it in England. And the reason that is, is because of the the movie is sort of, it's got a few different, I think, thematic angles you can come at it from. But one of the ways you can come at it is sort of the breakdown of the family post-World War II. Yeah. So it's an allegory about... According to this essay I've been reading, it's an allegory about uh, English anxieties about patriarchal authority, family, and paternity. Uh, they call out the the line that when uh, Doctor Zell, Professor Zellaby says that he's aware that the son is probably not his. I have no evidence that he is mine. He states. So I thought it was interesting that it was that was so upsetting to Americans that they couldn't even. I guess I don't understand what in what fashion it was banned. Or, right, you'd have to have the context for why they would protest it. Yeah, right. It is. It's. Uh, it was meant to be filmed at Culver City by MGM because, the, but the Catholic Legions of Decency objected to the virgin birth. That's what I was. That's what I was assuming you're going to say. Not like this kind of like World War II anxiety, just like the Immaculate Conception sort of thing. Yeah, and the blasphemous impl- implications of that. But I mean that that does yeah. So that's sort of what the movie is about, though. I think. And uh, it also um, touches on the, in the 50s and 60s, there was the, I think it's the Windrush generation in England, which is like when they offered citizenship to um, like the Caribbean countries that were British, British, um, I don't know, what do you call those colonies? Yeah. That's, yes, that colonies, that's the word. Them. <laughs> I was trying to think of the word. What are those um, things that the countries that all these colonizers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, the, the mainly Caribbean countries. So it was a, there was a ton of like black people coming to England, basically, and there was a lot of uh, white white anxiety about that. So that like the movie's also supposed to be a comment on that as well. Of all these people just sort of showing up in your village as you were fast asleep. Well, they were, yeah, specifically aliens, yeah, yeah, right. You know, like people who aren't like uh, the, 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 vill- it, the village. As so many horror all comes back to, it's our good old friend racism. Well, but in this case, it's it's the message is, well, no, I guess that, not. That they're all evil? <laughs> yeah, they're all they evil. They need to be exterminated by the noble white man? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> who's, who's really actually a lot better than smarter than all of them put together when you think about it. <laughs> Well, they're just children, Andrew. Right? They are, aren't they all just children? This is not. is not the professor. What's his face? Is burden to teach these children? As a white, <laughs> that's, that's as a white man, reading. you might I, say. I don't really, I'm not sure if that's if that's the reading I would go with. No, but that's, it's a definitely interesting one. Listen, sometimes we have a little fun here. Yeah, and we overstate. I mean, it could be. It's it's certainly. If if you take that as a as a if you take the thought that it's a comment on the sort of anxieties of uh, English people to its logical extreme, or white people, I guess, to its logical extreme, then that's that's uh, that tracks honestly. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's one of those things where it's like obviously they weren't thinking about it because they're always thinking about it, right? Or they're never thinking about it. 
It's like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's not. It was. It was. It's subconscious or it's subtext. Yeah. It's like yeah, I'm never thinking about you know whether there's gravity in this movie, but there's always an implication of gravity. Of course, it was made by a German director. Germans famously, famously, who doctored the script. Well, I just like he wouldn't share the same exact the middle class anxieties or whatever of, of British people. Germans famously not white. <laughs> famously not white. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, they're definitely other, Andrew. Well, if I was an American, they were other. If I was English, they were other. Yeah. It's all this. It's all how far. Is my out group, you know? What's the fur- <laughs> well, I guess what's the, the movie out- posits is anyone who's not. What's the furthest out group I dislike? The, I think this movie is positing that it's basically anyone outside your village. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the movie, Andrew? I thought it was fine. Fine. Yeah. Okay. I I agree with you. With the in, like the beginning was more interesting than like the middle, and then it's one of those situations where like I want more out of the movie than what it's going to bring to me. Yeah. Or I want something different out of the movie, rather. Yeah. Weird that <laughs> all these mothers who randomly give birth don't appear in the movie. No, I mean except for yeah, except for the the uh, I guess main one. Yeah. But I mean, she's not really. She doesn't have any kind of like anything in the movie. But it's. I think it's. I mean, I'm. I'm sure that more movie would not have given them more screen time. No. Uh, but I think that a lot of the feeling that this movie doesn't deliver entirely deliver is due to its its length. Like, because I, I rewatched it today, and uh, just right before, like a couple hours ago to get ready for this, yeah. and it was. I paused it right about the time when it, it was, it was, I can't remember exactly what was happening, but it was, it was, it felt like the middle of the movie and it was like, I paused it and there was 20 minutes left and I was like, Oh, so this is, this is, this is like almost over. Yeah. Like, so I, I think it could have used a half an hour more if, you know, obviously Depending on what was in that half an hour, is a pretty big. Yeah, I, I don't know if they would have brought anything to that half an hour. Really, when you think about it. Th- no, I, I don't. But I mean, like, there could have been. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. There could have been. But I, you know what I mean is, I don't think they like. This feels like, like you said, a creature feature. That's what this feels like. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely it's a low budget yeah. movie. I mean, this, this was made in 1960. It's black and white, so that should. But without like any, you know, but, but it, nor did it. I don't think really had any like aspirations to be anything outside of a, like a spooky creature feature. Right, right. It was. It's just supposed to be a tight little, a little thriller. Yeah. I think there's there's supposed to be some stuff about you know, like I think I think I think that the the. The themes that I brought up, I think are, I think are probably explicitly in there. Yeah, but not, you know, I don't think it wanted to dwell on anything, right? If that makes sense. Like they don't want to dig into that stuff. No, no, nor though I think they really like. At least for me, they don't really do much for the movie, positive or negative. Hmm. Yeah. 
more than like they simply exist within the film. Right. Right. It's just it's just another thing to think about. Yeah. I mean, I I guess if you rewatch it a couple more times with those themes in mind, you might start to appreciate the uh, uh <laughs> the density in the movie. But um so there's a remake of this. I haven't seen it. Have you seen the remake? No, I have not. It's a John Carpenter movie starring Christopher Reeve. I do remember that. But I think it's generally considered to be John Carpenter's worst movie. Which is probably why I haven't seen it. I imagine. I think it's also one of his last movies. Well, let me see whether it is one of his last films or not. I know he made Ghosts of Mars and Vampires after this. And one other movie. Oh, two other movies. Escape from L.A. and The Ward. He made The Ward? I had no idea he even made a movie in 2010. But you're not hearing good things? Is what you're saying? About The Ward? No, about the... the... <laughs> Village of the Damned? No, I don't think... I think it's supposed to be a pretty bad movie. What about the sequel? Children of the Damned? I haven't seen that either. The... the... Uh, there's a New York Times review quoted on the Wikipedia page which says that it's a uh, I can't remember the exact quote but it wasn't a positive review I can I'll, I can oh, a dull a dull pretentious successor to the marvelous little chiller for, of several seasons ago Village of the Damned what a come down yeah I mean I can see why this movie would be people would like this movie because like I said it is very tight yeah. and pretty compelling uh, Children of the Damned apparently less so Although it does have Patrick Weimark in it. Oh, uh, I don't know who that is. Oh, he was, um, I don't know if you remember uh, Blood on Satan's Claw. Okay, yes. But he played the squire on that movie. Uh, who's the squire in that movie? He's the guy who they come and he kills the devil at the end with that sword. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's Patrick. He's, a, he's, a, he's been a bunch of, he was in a bunch of, uh, He's been a bunch of B shit. films, <laughs> a bunch of shit as in a number of things, or a bunch of shit as in like shit movies. He was in Witchfinder General and loads of war movies, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's think about that. Like, how many, how many war movies? Just I mean, just look at like George Sanders' like filmography. Yeah, how many war films are just completely and utterly like lost to time? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a few that people do, um, you know like but yeah i think that well you know it was just such a pervasive uh yeah like what is it you gotta think like for when did the war start in england it was much earlier than in america right. right it feels like a genre people haven't really gone back to and like revived in terms of like preservation the ways like sometimes yeah. they do with like like horror or other genres it feels very like oh they were of their time and then who needs 30 films was, where George Sanders plays major happenstance and I'm Captain <laughs> Barnaby in this one and they're all the same movie where something serious happens and then somebody dies to show you that war is bad or tragic for the people who we like and something the uh yeah I wonder if that's a lot to do with like sort of changing cultural sensitivities too because i bet a lot of those lore movies have really really uh like loaded portrayals of china uh, japanese people and german people yeah. and stuff like that i would imagine so and, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I know there's some war movies that people really like, but I think a lot of them came out well after World War II. Uh, I think the only ones I've really seen are like a bunch of the Basil Rathbone Sherlock Holmes movies that are set during World War II. Yeah. Where he's like always oh, busting up spy rings and stuff like that. I was just thinking of when I was looking through this. I mean, also, I guess I guess most movies like well, I think we've had this discussion before, too. How many movies? Yeah, right. How many movies per year persist? persist that like well, like one percent of each movies in every movie in a year. Yeah, it's it's got to be a tiny, tiny amount. I mean, for, I mean, yeah. Like, there's like you know, obviously, like little podcasts like this will drag up some older ones. But how many other people? Like, if you're not like looking for something like Blood on Satan's Claw, how many people will ever fucking think of that? Movie? Right. <laughs> Nobody. Or even this movie, even this movie, even though it's made such a cultural, sort of a cultural impact. Right. How relevant like, is this movie as much as glowing eye children are, you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Like the, it, it sort of gave birth to a archetype. People aren't tracing it back to watch this movie. Right. I mean, if anything, I would say people go to Children of the Corn. Has, right. has like eaten this movie's lunch in terms of like creepy children in the woods or whatever. <laughs> creepy yeah, creepy farm children. So if sure if you made like a Village of the Damned reference, that would be probably people's first. If they had any kind of guess, it would probably be Children of the Corn. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a sort of the modern scary children movie. I'm sure there's a, there's got to be a few other ones too. I mean, well, there's a whole. I guess there's like a very specific thing about um, a whole village of scary children. There hasn't too many of those probably. There's a lot of scary, like, single children yeah, movies. Yeah, your, your omens. Yeah, your omens. But that's because the child was the devil. That's not the... Ch- <laughs> yeah. That's not the... This one, they're right. aliens. It's not the child's fault that the child is the devil. Um, George, in 1941, George Sanders played Gay Lawrence slash the Falcon in The Gay Falcon. Yeah, he was in a bunch of... I think he was in a few Falcon movies. There was a whole series of... Uh, Falcon movies. Yeah, a series of 16 films with a suave detective named the Falcon. That's cool, man. <laughs> that's that's the kind of thing I'm, I'm into. <laughs> Just did he ever cross over with? Were there any exciting crossovers? Man, think about. I don't know. Did he? He was also the Saint, which is a pretty famous character. I mean, less famous then probably it wasn't its heyday but that was a pretty popular series i wonder how many of like what it would be like to explore these things as if they were our modern like franchise shared universe films i mean it is it's in a ways in a lot of ways it's the exact same model yeah you know what i mean like they act they we act or sometimes there's like a uh i don't know what the word would be there's like a discourse that this is like something innovative that Marvel Comics did, which I guess in, in a way it is because of the, the the specific execution of it. Yeah. Well, but these idea of like bringing continuity into movies is is not new. Like there's ton. Like I just mentioned the Sherlock Holmes series. Yeah. Like they made like ten Basil Rath, at least ten Basil Rathbone, and I'm I'm blanking on Doctor Watson's name, but like it's Doctor Watson. Nigel I think, Bruce. I think his first Nigel name Bruce. Is John. I think is his name. Mm-hmm. 
I believe it's Nigel Bruce. I'm gonna Google that just because I don't want to. You want to seem like a be saying some. I don't want to be saying like somebody else. Yeah. yeah, it's Nigel Bruce. Um, they did a bunch of those, and they all they have characters that recur, in continuity. You know what I mean? And like you said, the Saint or the Falcon. Yeah. Sixteen movies. Sixteen movies. Like how many movies has fucking Marvel done? You know. Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So hey, it's don't forget the thing. dark universe. I guess the new thing is like, yeah. So it's like you're saying it's it, like they're they're going to keep trying. Never, it works. never forget the dark universe, Matt. <laughs> what a, what an what an alternate universe that must be to live in. <laughs> where that where that that panned out. This, I mean, the Invisible Man got, just like, came out, didn't it? Yeah, but it is completely divorced from that original. Is it? There's not like any little tiny hooks in there. No. For like maybe a little payoff if like. I I have not seen that movie, but I feel like there's probably like a tiny hook in case that movie took off. Like maybe Maybe there is. I haven't seen it. I it's supposed to be good. I feel like there's probably like a shared name or something in there, a couple like little winks and nods on the off chance that it took off and then it'd be like, Oh, Dark Universe is coming back. That that Twitter account is gonna have three tweets on it now. Oh yeah, no, it's not they specifically there's no dark universe oh well so they though so it is i guess they're still doing they're still calling something the dark universe (laughs) but they uh because the mummy was such a fucking shit show or whatever they gave up on the shared aspect of it so it's really just standalone stories okay kind of like what they did way back in the day what they originally were yeah, they're well. They're yeah, exactly. They're the Dark Universe. You could think of as like a little imprint that's coming out with Universal monster movies. So, so we're never uh, gonna. Keep... But you know the original. The original. Um, do you remember that picture? Yes, I, I think of that, that picture? picture a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Where they're all standing. Yeah, all the those two, in, movie stars like Russell sit- Crowe's like in a chair, and the rest of them are standing around. Yeah, and it's like Johnny Depp was supposed to be the Invisible Man in that. Yeah. And. Tom, you know, Tom Cruise was the mummy or whatever, and Russell, Russell Crowe was I thought there was a lady. Hyde. I thought the, a lady was the mummy. Sophia Patel. I believe they're both mummies. Oh, okay. Double mummies. To be honest. Uh, I know Javier Bardem was supposed to be Frankenstein. The good doctor or the, the monster? Uh, the monster. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just, hold on. I'm just, I'm just reading the mummy Wikipedia page. Mummy 2017 Wikipedia okay. page. Just trying to get the plot. Just read me the plot synopsis. Who's, how many mummies are there? It's too far. No, it's too far. It's just like nine paragraphs. I'm how many? Who would write nine paragraphs? <laughs> who, who is... I'm exaggerating. Three, four, five, six. It's only seven. What Universal is editing this Wikipedia page? And one of them's only one sentence. So it's really, it's like six and a half. So six paragraphs. Well, there's a paragraph break and another line. I'm calling that a separate paragraph. I'm calling that a half paragraph. We can look. We can we can sit here and fight over paragraphs oh, all yes. day. Jenny and Doctor. The point is Jenny and Doctor Jekyll. Listen, okay. Tom Cruise is Nick Morton, a U.S. Army sergeant. <laughs> Sophia Batella is the, the mummy. So yes, okay. Set Malik. Doctor Russell Crowe is Doctor Jekyll. This, meh. Yeah, he's getting. The, he gets Set's powers. The mummy Set, or no, he gets the the powers of the ancient Egyptian god of death. Who does Tom Cruise? Yeah, uh, and I know from re- from hearing coverage about this is that it does it feels very much like a superhero movie, only completely drained of all interesting visual elements, <laughs> which is which is impressive because this if this movie is too gray, 
compared to a Marvel movie, which is just like gray and brown. Right. That's kind of kind of impressive. That's a a true feat. Uh, but the Invisible Man, I think, is supposed to be pretty good. Although Didn't I didn't like seen Blumhouse it. do that or like produce it. Yeah, I think Blumhouse is doing them now. <laughs> they're like, eh, we don't have the money for it. Let's just farm all the Blumhouse. Yeah, well, they're going to do a better job, I guess. So. Or at least a more market, or at least a more profitable job. Yeah, well, that's that's they, kind of what they do. Yeah, I don't know right? if I've ever seen. This is, this is I don't think thing. I've ever seen a Blumhouse movie. I'm not sure if I have. At least, oh, yeah, no, I mean, they produce Get Out. Did they do? They did. They're doing. They're doing Wolfman and Dracula too, and the new Spawn movie. I'm trying to think of what those movies are called. Oh, The Conjuring. Did they do The Conjuring? They did Insidious. I didn't the see Purge. That. No, I guess I have not ever seen a paranormal activity. All twelve of those—that's like their bread and butter, right there. The paranormal activity. I've never seen any. I've never seen any of these. They did. They did Black Kiki Klansman. Okay. So they do it. They must mix in occasionally. Uh, prestige pictures or something. Right. Or maybe that's a, that's you know, I don't know. That's no. Nah, that's a. It's not. I wouldn't call it a crime movie. They did Gem and the Holograms, the remake. Oh, they're going to produce a film based on the Magic 8-Ball? Uh, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, let's be honest. When it's horror, like... All signs point to yes. Right. You, I can see, you can see the tra- you can see the, the cover for that. It's like a bloody like 8-Ball <laughs> kind of smashed on the ground, and it says something spooky <laughs> on the inside. They did the new Halloween, too. Of which there are already two sequels planned. Hmm. Listen, uh, okay. Blumhouse is a money-making machine. Good for them. Someone's going to make some money. I know I'm not. <laughs> hey oh. Woo. All right, anyway. Yeah. Children of the Damned. Yeah, we kind of lost the plot a while ago. Yeah, we lost the plot. Um, I think uh, I think I'm good on Children of the da- Village of the Damned, rather, yeah. not Children of the Damned. Um, yeah. I like the lead. I like the lead performance. I think it's good. It's a great. It's a great sort of like 1960s era performance, and it's it's not by a character actor. So I think it's a little more interesting than having just like a, a John Q. Army Man be the the star. This is like a very tight B picture, and tight B pictures are just not for me. I think because mm. like it's very work. It's very it's very workmanlike. Yeah. I suppose that's just one way to describe it. I, th- I think, you know, it definitely has something going on because it left a pretty big impact on the culture. Yeah. And the in this and these stock characters yeah. that it created. Matt, Matt, so did Austin Powers. No, Austin, Austin Powers is actually a parody of uh, other characters, right? <laughs> like, but he, but did he not leave a lasting impact on our culture? I mean, did he? <laughs> I think he's kind of faded away. But hey, I mean, how many Village of the Dam references are there on a given day? You know. Uh, well, I'm, I try to make one at least once a day. Every time someone pisses me off, my eyes glow. Yeah. And then they drive their car into a tree or whatever. It was a wall. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Covers a lot of covers a lot of ground. I just wanted to be. I I feel like we need to <laughs> Pedantic. be accurate, you know? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. All right. Um, so for our Patreon episode this, mu- this month, which is will be February, we're going to do Children of the Corn. Oh, that thing that we mentioned earlier. The aforementioned children. I of the forgot corn. that that it's weird that I mentioned it because I forgot we were doing that. And uh, that makes a lot. That makes a lot, post... that makes a lot of sense. Yep. 
and I will post an update. I didn't, yeah, we'll have to record that a different day because I haven't uh, seen it. Um, Another have Actually, I mean, I yeah. feel like maybe I had seen it once on TV when I was sick or something. It used to be on TV a lot, but let's talk about that. Uh, let me let me not get into let's that. Let's talk about that magical era of like television. Where you, I, does that still happen? Do you just do it still? I mean, you wouldn't need to get stay when you're sick at home. My 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 daughter does not even understand that why she like there she would have no conception of turning the TV on and not knowing what she was going to watch. Right, that's what I'm. Or like or like doing it like that. Like you you could turn the TV on and be like, what's on Netflix? Yeah. But I guess that's the equivalent now. Right. Like that, that concept no, of like, ugh, I do not want to watch fucking what's your face, Jenny something or other. There's definitely no um, sort of equivalent where um, you have like limited things to watch because I have you know we have everyone does or most of HBO Max yeah. and and Disney and Hulu and all that shit and it's like <laughs> you have you have no shortage of things to watch right. It's not like like when I was a kid, they used to be like I used to I felt like there was like maybe four channels that I could find something to watch on. Yeah, like we even had like the you know you know that then the channel that package above basic cable. Oh yeah, which is not like you get basically more than the four channels. Yeah, I mean, I did, I was being I was I was saying we had more than we had. I think yeah. we had probably the same things. We didn't have any premium right. channels, but we had but the, a bunch but of. But it channels. felt like it was basically four channels. Yeah, a lot of them were just like completely worthless to me. Yeah, <laughs> majority. What What are you gonna watch on USA in the middle of the day as like a twelve year old? <laughs> well, characters were welcome. No, no, I don't think back then. Oh, okay. Are you gonna watch like, what, old episodes of Magnum PI or something? I mean, I probably did because what the fuck else was I supposed to do? Right. Play outside? I don't. No, think you're so. you're at home sick. <laughs> or even if I wasn't, it's not like I was gonna go outside. Yeah. I feel like it's, I feel like game shows were like the solace in that. It's like, oh, okay, I I can watch a game show. <laughs> That's something. I, I probably would have been a Magnum PI over a game show kind of person. Watch some random episode of some mustache guy and like I don't yeah. know what's going on. I'd rather, and I have um, no patience for that. But listen, we don't need to sit around and talk about television. <laughs> about characters being welcome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, there wasn't even Patreon. Really reality television back then. There wasn't. It didn't start till at least I was at least I was in high school. I don't yeah. think it's like Survivor or whatever was the beginning of that. Really, or Real World. Real World. I guess Real World was on, but I didn't watch that. Not even the Real World Road Rules Challenge. No, I mean that was when I was in high school. I also have no context for what that is. They used, they did, it was like a, it was a game show. The the people from Road Rules would play games against the people from World World Real World Road Rules was a different. Actually, I also show. don't know what Road Rules was. Road Rules was a different reality. Yeah, show. but like I also I, have like no context for what that show was. I believe it was they would. It was like a real world, but it was on. Oh, they were in the a car. Road. Okay. Yeah, something like that, or they were in a van, or, or uh, a uh, a bus, an RV. Yeah, bus. Yeah. Whatever. So what you're saying before we start talking about television? That uh, Children of the Corn is our Patreon episode. Uh, it'll be out about this, within a couple weeks of this one coming out in February. Yes. And uh, you can check our Patreon for the previous couple episodes that are on there. Um, the uh, list of movies in our new... This is the first movie in our science fiction series. So the list of movies will be on the Patreon. Oh. Uh, I've changed it slightly since uh, I sent it over to you. What would you change about it? 
I think I took off. I took off Forbidden Planet. I know I did something else too. Because um, Forbidden Planet is not even a horror movie. No, it's just like a sci-fi movie. Straight up sci-fi movie. So I tried to I tried to refine the list to make it a little more sci-fi horror. Uh, you know, it's still. The thing is, there's there's a lot of movies that you could put on that a, a list of sci-fi horror movies. But I wanted to get it down to like ten. Yeah. Well, technically twenty because of all the Patriot episodes. Right. But, um, you know, I left off basically all the giant ant type movies. That kind of thing. Well, because like are those enjoyable to watch, like especially. I bet I bet there is a couple. I'm sure that um, by yourself are you those re- enjoyable to watch. Oh, I guess you know, maybe sometime. Well, the the idea is that sometime, sometime in the next couple of months, we'll we'll stop doing this by ourselves. Yeah, and then we could see that again, and then then I think maybe I could watch Giant Ant Woman stomps on a town. <laughs> giant Ant, yeah. Well, anyway, there's uh, Giant Ant Woman steps on me. Thank you. That's my other Patreon. That's that. That's the picture you contribute to. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. Not one that, that's how I, yeah, I, gotcha. I subscribe to the tier where I'm drawn into that picture. Yeah, so that is just to you know, if you do contribute to our Patreon, that's the kind of thing that your money will go to. Giant woman stepping on you. <laughs> yeah. at, at, no, at, giant, giant, a giant ant woman stepping on Andrew. Right. Well, that's where your money goes. But yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm spending it on. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um. But yeah, there's some. There's some uh, pretty. I'm pretty excited to cover some movies in the science fiction series. Um, there's a lot of fun ones on there, and I think that now we've got this format where we do one movie from the time period that ostensibly this podcast is about, yeah. and then one movie, sort of a grab bag movie, right? That, that freezes up to do a lot of fun movies. Yes. It's too bad we couldn't have done the witch. Well, I think we'll. It was. I think there's going to be. I think we're going to do a witch mini season. Okay at some point because there's a couple of good witch movies and that would be the perfect time to drag out the witch i think um so yeah you can go to the website uh goldenagehorror.com and click on the link to the patreon there goldenagehorror.com slash patreon is that redirect over there that does work as well perfect um, get that um yeah so that's what's going on with the patreon and uh Please, if you uh, want to comment on the show or leave a review, make it only five uh, stars. Leave five, definitely leave a five star review, uh, and then uh, definitely shoot me a tweet saying you left your review, and we'll read it on the show. Um, you can make it a scary story if you want that, everyone can enjoy us reading your review. Um, we also have a voicemail five zero eight eight one seven three four zero eight to uh, get in touch with us that sure, way. Should sure have uh, like a fun one that has a thing. Well, look, and I'm not I'm not going to spend a bunch of money on <laughs> a uh, Google Voice special Google Voice that's number. Just, that's just um, like eight 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 spooky. Yeah. Also, I, I think we need you need to figure out what I guess it would probably be eight eight eight. I'll have to think about that. If you have any ideas, leave us a voicemail at five zero eight eight one seven three four zero eight. What our spooky thing would be? I think I looked at the or the one we have, and it doesn't spell anything. <laughs> If, if you could make one that spells something, just like just the thing is, you don't get to pick your numbers on there. I'm sure, if you, 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 they just give you sure a number. You slide in a buck or two. Yeah, I'm sure if you slide in a buck or two, maybe. I mean, that's the kind of thing that we could do if we had a bunch of money coming in on the Patreon. That's you're saying that's the first goal. No, the first the first goal is to is to pay for this just just to make the show solvent. Um, after that, uh, I don't know. You should switch to one thing at a time. Switch to a host that's free. Yeah, I mean, I could. 
but I like to own all my own domains and stuff. Oh, you mean domain wise? I thought you meant in terms of like podcast hosting. Yeah. Well, it's it uses the the episodes have the RSS feed and stuff is goldenhr.com. Oh, okay. So no one can take no, no one can take that away from that me or whatever. Um, but uh, you know, anyway, we can talk about that some other time. But uh, the uh, what was I saying? I had all my gibbering out. I had no idea. Uh, anyway, Andrew, do you have anything you want to plug or talk about? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, Andrew's website is pizzapranks.com. It is. That's true. Uh, his Twitter is pizza pranks. That's also true. My Twitter is the water method. That I, I can't verify that, but I believe it to be true. <laughs> Our theme music is the Swan Lake dub by Dibology. Never heard it, but I'm just going to take your word on it. You've heard the theme music to this podcast. I think I heard it once, but it's so far from my memory that I could also imagine it just as well. And I don't know if it's just me imagining it or if I had actually heard it. And that website again, one more time, is www.goldenhard.com. End episode.